I want to welcome everybody in church this morning. It's good to see you all. And suddenly it's cold again. Last week we had nice warm weather. And today it's cold. And there are a lot of people that are also ill. You will come to our little list just now. So welcome allemaal vanmorgen in die kerk. For me it's good to be here because when we're in the presence of God and of each other, the presence of the Holy Spirit is is uh, tangible. We can feel it. Isn't that so? So it's a good day to be in church. And our theme is all about Paul's um, theology in Romans chapter 12, all about we are one body and how we can grow this morning. So I just want to underscore some of our announcements. The most important uh, one is our prayer request list. Our prayer ministry leader, Tasha, she always says, and I repeat it, this list is never ending. There's no limit to prayer. And it doesn't matter where or when or what we want to put before God. Uh, That's an open invitation. So thank you for that. So I've got sad news for you. Franz Fulhun died yesterday afternoon. He was uh, a member of our church for long. And he suffered with lung cancer. And... uh, So God took him back to his place with God yesterday. And we must pray for his family and his friends and the faith community here that God will console us. So for Amal, what betrokken was in for Frans for Junkin, will ons ons innige meegevoel betuig. Mag die Heere kom en om op een besondere manier vir hom en sy familie in, in all sy vriende met bemoediging sien. So you see the rest of the list of the names there, uh, people who are ill. Um, Benny and Nikki is also ill. Our um, children's church leaders. So there won't be children's church this morning, but they all will stay here in church. Then, um, if it's your birthday this coming week, may God bless you with all the kindness and goodness that can only be from God. And then we have our normal uh, activities. Um, I just want to say that on the 2nd of September, we join the Brixton community for the, the Lights Festival. So that will be a wonderful uh, experience also to to be part of that. And then our Grief Share program, for those who went through loss, that starts on the 1st of October. So if you know of anybody, you can um, advertise this wonderful Grief Share program. It helps anybody going through grief. And then we have... Our basement cell, that is also coming up on the 30th of September from 9 in the morning 
everything in our basement that's just lying around there, we will sell to bolster our income. This is all the announcements that I want to bring under your attention this morning. So now we know when we come before God in our liturgy, it's always a dialogue that God speaks to us first and we answer. So this morning, God's word to us come from Psalm 124. I'm reading it both in Afrikaans and English. So this is God's word to us first in this dialogue. As die Heere ons nie gehelp het nie, dit moet Israel belei. As die Heere ons nie gehelp het, toe mens ons aangeval het, dan het ons, het, dan het hulle ons levend verslind. Aan die Heere kom die lof toe. Hy het nie toegelaat dat ons die prooi word nie. Ons is bevry soos een voel uit die wip van een voelvanger. Die wip het gebreek en ons was vry. Ons hulp kom van die Heere wat hemel en aarde gemaakt het. So the psalmist say, What if the Lord had not been on our side? Let all Israel repeat. What if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us? They would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger. Praise the Lord who did not let their teeth tear us apart. We escaped like a bird from a hunter's trap. The trap is broken. And we are free. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So, with this word, we come and we say, if the Lord didn't help us, where would we be this morning? But he did. And Jesus Christ gave his life to us. And he saved us. And therefore, we can all receive his blessing. The blessing of God, who is our Father, who graces us with love and kindness and goodness, is here with you and me. The care and the love of Jesus Christ is here with you and me. And the consolation of the Holy Spirit coming alongside you and me is here. Let us receive it. Amen. Amen. So we can answer God by praying that God will open our eyes and our hearts so that we can see him. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to see you. And this is our request. Let us stand when we sing it.
Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. To see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love, and we'll sing holy, 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 I want to see you, I want to see So for you that normally go to the children's church, after you leave, we always spend some time in dedication before God. And this morning, we listen to the law of God. And this law says that, Jy moet die Heere jou God lief hee, en hoe moet jy hom lief hee? Met jou jelle hart, en met jou jelle siel, en met jou jelle verstand. Dit wil sê, jou jelle self. En jy moet jou naaste lief hee, soos jou self. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. That means the totality of who you are. You cannot say, 
certain parts belong to God and certain parts doesn't. This I do on my own, the others I give to God. No, all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind. And then we must love each other. We must love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So this is the test. Remember, we always say, when you go to the doctor, he put on his stethoscope and he listens to your heartbeat. And this is what God is doing now. He puts the, the godly stethoscope and he's testing our love this morning. Do you really surrender everything to him? And do you love your neighbor as yourself? So let's have a f few moments of honesty and openness so that God can speak to us. Now we are silent personally before God and we give our hearts and minds and body and everything to Him. We bow our heads. open our minds for God and we ask that the Holy Spirit will touch us and will test our love and when we become aware of anything that the Holy Spirit now shows us that is unbecoming of us, that doesn't fit us, that doesn't suit us as God's children. We ask forgiveness and we give it away. We surrender everything to God. Thank you, God, that you know our hearts. And that you hear when we now confess any part that is not of love and grace and kindness. And Lord, we give you permission to cut that away, to take it away so that we can live for you and for you alone. Thank you that you hear us, that you see us, and that you invite us into the warmth and the kindness and the goodness of your love. Amen. Now while we seated, let us repeat the words of Scripture. Where there is love and where there is kindness, there is God. Waar daar liefde is.
So our scripture reading this morning is from Romans, Romans chapter 12. Uns lees van Romeine, and the first eight verses we're going to read, and then we will continue with the rest a bit later. So, you and I must be open for God's word, and therefore, let us invite the Holy Spirit to bless his word. For us this morning. Let us pray. Lord, here we are. We already open our hearts to you. We allowed you to test our love. And now we come to the part where we want to grow when we hear your word. Give us your word as you want us to hear it this morning. Hier is ons Heere, ons is so graag, groei in ons geloof en daarom luister ons en gee ons die woord, die plek in ons leven waar verandering kan plaas vind. Amen. Romeina 12, broers, vol en sisters op grond van die barmhartigheid van God roep ek julle dis nou op om julle lichame beskikbaar te stel as een offer wat levend en heilig is en vir God aanneemlik dit is julle sinvolle godsdienst, julle moet nie aan hierdie wereld gelijkvormig wees nie maar verander word dier die vernieuwing van jylle denken, zodat so jullie goed kan onderskui, wat die, wat die goeie en aannemelike en volmaakte wil van God is. Dier die genade wat aan ons gegee is, sê ek vir elkeen van jullie dat jullie niet meer van jezelf moet dink, as wat jy behoort nie. Maar, dat jou gedagtes daarop moet instel, om verstandig te wees, volgens die maat van geloof, wat God aan elkeen toe bedeel het. 
Want, soos ons baie ledemate is, in een lichaam het, en nie al die ledemate die selwe funksie vervul nie, net so is ons, al is ons baie, een lichaam in Christus, en individueel lede van mekaar. Ons het gaves wat van mekaar verskil, volgens die genade wat aan ons gegee is. As dit die gave van profesie is, beoefen dit dan in ooreenstemming met die geloof. As dit is om ander te dien, gebruik dit dan verdienswerk. Wie onderrug kan gee, moet onderrug. Wie kan bemoedig, moet bemoedig gaan gee. Wie mededeelsam kan wees, moet dit met oprechtheid doen. Wie leiding gee, moet dit met toewijding doen. Wie barmhartigheid kan betoon, moet dit met blijdschap doen. And so, brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So, if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So here we end our scripture reading and we want to just contemplate on some of the principles Paul is giving us here. So as you can see, Margaret got us a beautiful uh, artwork of the body of Christ. Who is the body of Christ? 
we are all the body of Christ. And you can see that the human body and it's got all the little you know uh, uh, little different things that work together. You know? And we all are part of the one body but we all also need each other. So we cannot say I'm a Christian on my own. I can never say that. And I cannot say I don't need the church or I don't need my church family. The other day, I was speaking to somebody that I haven't seen in church for a long time. And she greets me very friendly. And she said the following. Listen carefully, she said. Oh, you know, I don't go through the middleman anymore. Meaning the church. She says, I don't need the, the church anymore. It's the middleman. I go directly to God. I cut out the middleman. So she said, I don't need the church. I, I can have a direct relationship with God. But Paul says, that is impossible. Because how will you and I know who God is and what's God's love and receive the gifts of God if we try and live on our own without the body of Christ? So, unfortunately, when it comes to church, we cannot cut the middleman. We cannot cut out our relationship with each other. We need each other. And therefore he says, we're all different, we all have different gifts, but we are one in Christ. He uses that word quite often in his the theology. He says, in Christ Jesus, we are one. And then it doesn't matter how we look, what our culture is, what our background is. It is what is the gift that God gave me and you and everybody in this church this morning. For what reason? To serve each other. So if we cut ourselves off from the body of Christ, we miss the gifts. Because nobody's got all the gifts. We need each other. And that is very interesting. In this list that he's giving us in this scripture reading, there's seven gifts. And there's so seven is the perfect number. So what he wants to, to convey to us in other, uh, other uh, writings of Paul, he, he uses another list. But in this list, seven to say that if I'm part of the church, I have the fullness of God's gifts, And I cannot say I do not need you. Because we all one in God. But he starts by saying, giving yourself as a living sacrifice. And that's strange. Because wh what is the purpose of a sacrifice? It is to burn it. Remember in the Old Testament, when we, we read about offerings? They burn the offerings. But now he says, he, he uses Old Testament Testament 
you know, uh, symbolism. And he says, you and I, we are not a burnt offering for Christ, but a living, living offering for Christ. So what he means is, my, my whole life, as I live, becomes available for God and for the church. I'm not dying. I'm living with God's gifts. And you know where he got it from. It's very interesting for those of you who wants to, to deeper but uh, delve deeper into this. You, you can go and read Numbers chapter 8. That whole thing of, of the dedication of the Levites. And there they talk about a wave offering. <laughs> so, so that is a, a, a wave offering. An Afrikaans die beweeg offer. So when, when the Levites were dedicated, the offerings were moved. It was waved. So Paul uses this, this example for you and me. We are living creatures for God. And we have to give our whole lives to God. And for each other. We live as an offering. So when I get up in the morning, not just certain parts of my life become God's position. Everything. My total, my total self. Everything stays a complete offering to God. And then I become aware of the gifts. And he says, if it's prophecy, you know, for people explaining God's word, preaching, do it well. He says, if it's service, the Greek word is diakonia, and di uh, that, that means if you have the gift to serve others, do it with whole, wholeheartedly, with your whole life. If you have the gift of teaching, you must teach with enthusiasm. Show people, teach people. And then he says, if you have the, the gift of encouragement, encourage people. If you have the gift of giving, you know, that is physical things, but also spiritual things. If you can serve people, give people of what you have. If it is also um, the gift to lead in leadership positions or whatever, you do it. And the last one is the wonderful one. Um, if you can show loving kindness. If you have that special gift of showing love and kindness, grace to people, then he says, do it with, with enthusiasm in, in awe because God is using you for his body. So we all body of Christ. So we are involved. We cannot say, I cut out the middle man. We cannot say, I'm me, myself, I, I'm alone. I'm a Christian on my own. I grow spiritually on my own. It's impossible, he says. And then he says, become practical 
in your Christian life. Serve. Serve people with your gift. Use it. He says, this is how you and I become a wave offering, a living offering for God. So, this is what he's calling us. And then, he says, there must be certain attitudes for you and me. And this is how we end our contemplation of our service this morning. Let us look at a nice video about love in action, living sacrifice, action. That is what our lives should be. Margaret will, will show us that video, love in action. Loving others and treating others right matters a lot to God. But to do that, it helps to remember some important things. First, be sure to love other people. I mean, really love them from your heart. No pretending. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on with all your might to do what is good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice putting others first until you're the very best at it. When you're serving Jesus, don't be lazy. Be enthusiastic and cheerful. <laughs> Serve Him with a glad heart. When other followers of Jesus need something, be ready to help them out. And if anyone needs a place to stay or something to eat, offer them yours. When things get hard, don't give up. Keep going and pray even harder. Laugh with them when they're happy <laughs> and cry with them when they're sad. Be friends with everybody. Don't be a snob and only hang out with the cool crowd. Be everybody's friend. And whatever you do, don't be the guy who thinks he knows everything or who always has to be the center of attention. Be nice and say kind things to everyone, even the people who are mean to you, even the people who go out of their way to make sure you have a very bad day. Be nice to them and don't grumble about them under your breath. Get along with everyone as much as you can even though it's hard sometimes. And if someone does something that makes you mad, move on. Don't try to get back at him. God will sort all of that out, and he will take care of it. Instead, be someone others can count on to do the right thing, no matter what. So if you see your enemy and he's hungry, go get him some lunch. Or if he's thirsty, give him something to drink. When you do that, you'll surprise him a lot. And who knows, it might even make him feel bad. Sort of like heaping hot coals on his head. And then maybe he will want to be different. Finally, whatever you do, don't let evil get the best of you. Instead, overcome evil with good. So, if we're part of the body of Christ, we don't let evil conquer us. We conquer evil by doing good. And how can we do good? By just acting on the gifts that God has given us as a unity in this church. So the, this is our calling. And how can we do that? Because we know that God was good for us first. His goodness will always be the motivation why you and I are good to other people 
and serve them with our gifts. So I know this is one of the songs that our children like to sing, and I want all of us to stand. When we sing the goodness of God, Of the goodness of God. 
so grateful for your goodness that caught up with us when we needed it most. When we were down and out, you met us where we were and you gave us a new life in Jesus Christ. And you saved us. And now you've put us in a community of faith in this church and we become your body and we want to serve you with all our hearts and minds and we want also to serve each other thank you for the gifts that you gave us and that we are all different and that we can serve each other and thank you that your goodness still runs after us and will never end. Amen. Our closing hymn is a hymn of dedication. It's a beautiful hymn. My spirit, soul and body, everything, dear Lord, I give to thee a consecrated consecrated offering thine evermore to be my hears my seal in my lachon geek alles vir u let us stand with our closing hymn
Mag die God wat vrede in jou hart gee, wat jou met gaves geseen het, help om hom en ander verewig te dien. Amen.